Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You want to talk about karma, folks. Right off the bat, you want to talk about karma. And this will make you happy, white boy Malcolm X. How's this bit of karmic justice? And this is from Boston.com. What the Patriots said about surprising decision to cut Bailey Zap Zappy and go all in with Ginger Mac Jones. Obviously, Mac is our quarterback. We've got a lot of belief in him. I bet they do. As we do here. Especially white boy Malcolm X. With his robust ginger fetish. If anyone would want to go all in with Ginger Mac Jones, that would be white boy Malcolm X. And not that I enjoy gloating about these sorts of things. Well, gloating about people losing their jobs. But it is karmic justice that Bailey Zap Zappy here, he got tossed to the curb. Because what has Bailey Zap Zappy been doing lately? He's been out there publicly trash talking. He's been running around saying that if the opportunity presented itself, and he said this on more than one occasion too, but if the opportunity presented itself, he would shiv Ginger Mac Jones, take that starting quarterback position all for himself. But I guess they were like, the Patriots were like, no one is touching that ginger. Our little ginger with the tween boy baby face, Ginger Mac Jones. So off Bailey Zap Zappy goes. Tossed to the curb. Kind of like some celebrity guy. After Taylor Swift and her magical hoo-hoo. After they're done with him. So no backup quarterback job for him. At least not with the Patriots. And Bailey, I hope you learn your lesson here. You want to shiv someone, take away what they have, keep your mouth closed, make it a surprise. And I just got to tell this story, folks. I'll try to be as quick as possible about it. We'll get to the news story soon enough. Settle down out there. But I just got to share this one with you. Show you some of the weird I have to deal with out there. 
So a friend of mine out in L.A., out there in La La Land, he sends me an email, life updates kind of thing. But in the email, there's a link. He put a link in there, and he was like, you got to check this out. So it being him, I clicked on the link. And I only say that because my whore friend out in New York, who I've mentioned a couple times now, that guy, and I love him to death, but he is always sending me links to porn he gets off to, which I don't ever click on. Well, except for the first time. Didn't make that mistake again. And no matter how much I tell him, you dirty whore, stop sending me porn. He does it anyway. No respect. No respect whatsoever. But my L.A. friend, he doesn't send me porn. So I clicked on the link. And it's to this. It was some models form thing. So like, if you're into models, men or women, I didn't see a non-binary category there. Sorry. But if that's your thing, if models are what float your boat, you can go to this website, look them up to your heart's desire. But the link he sent me, it was to a specific model, a male model, who I'd never heard of before. And I'm not going to mention his name. You queens will get over it. And I'm also not going to mention the website. I know you queens already have it. And he's a very attractive young man. As an aside, he's a very attractive young man. Still too young for me. But this kid, I'll tell you what. And this is one of the reasons another of the 5,286 reasons I don't have a boy toy. This kid, he's got a smile on him. A devilish little grin. And that, folks, that's a smile that winds up costing you a lot of money. Because you have a kid like that around. He wants something. He gives you that smile. It's over. It's totally over. You'll do whatever he wants. You'll be like, Okay, dear. Which is probably how Daddy Dustin feels about Princess Tom Daly. That spoiled little cat boy. That pocket queen in a Speedo. And I know I give Princess Tom a lot of grief. All of it, well-deserved. But he's a cute kid. I'll give him that. I'll give him credit where credit is due. He's a cute kid. And I'm sure that little smile he has, that has cost Daddy Dustin piles and piles and piles of Benjamins. Okay, dear. And so... Getting back to this, I write my friend back and I tell him 
Thanks for the eye candy. What else am I supposed to say? And then he writes back, no, look at the comments. And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, who's bothering to read the comments when you've got that kind of eye candy to look at? No one. That's like people, you know, wink, wink, who read Playboy for the articles. But I did as he told me to. So I go back to this kid's modeling pages. And folks, I don't even really know how to describe what I read. Some of the things written in this kid's modeling pages. The first word that comes to mind, though, hands down, is disturbing. Really? Really, really, really disturbing. And it comes down to, well, I should say, the type of people on these forums comes down to, well, it's one of three kinds of people. They're in basically three buckets. Star Effers, Kevin Spacey, Lincoln Project, Chicken Hawk types and creepy stalkers. And when I say creepy stalkers, I mean like creepy-ass stalkers, like the kind you want to make sure you've got a restraining order against. It was all just disturbing. A disturbing parade of people with nothing better to do with their lives than to join some Weirdo online forum to drool over models. That's what they're getting excited over. A male model. His job, kind of like Princess Tom Daly, is to stand there and look pretty. Which he does quite well. And I'm sure he's a nice young man. I'm not trying to disparage him at all. But that's his job. Just stand there and look pretty. And the stalkers and the weirdos and the star effers drooling over this kid. It's disturbing. To quote William Shatner on Saturday Night Live, get a life. Get a blanking life. This is why I don't know why anyone would want to be famous. After reading some of these posts by these weirdos and creepers, who the hell would want these sorts of people lurking all over them? And this kid's a male model. Can you imagine, folks, what sort of freaks, what sort of nut jobs go on to a, like a Taylor Swift Message board or something. Drooling over Taylor Swift and her magical hoo-hoo. But people are out there. Plenty of people are out there who would kill for that sort of attention. Desperately want people stalking them. And if that's you, good luck with that. No thank you.
from Pink News. Those girls over at Pink News. Dylan Mulvaney shares message of hope amidst scary time of transphobia at Streamy Awards. Oh, how stunning and brave. White boy Malcolm X. I think, maybe possibly, that I might have to add this fake woman, this minstrel queen, to our band discussion list. Because Dylan Mulvaney, at this point, he's boring. Him running around, acting like a step-and-fetch-it queen. He's boring. And this whole scary time of transphobia thing. Okay, princess, if you say so. Normalize the bulge. We are normalizing the bulge. Women can have bulges, and that's okay. We're not going to stare at their crotches. Okay. Shut this stupid queen up. I knew you were going to do that. I blanking knew you were going to do that. Another reason to ban Dylan here. I can delete that one off the mixing board. But this is the queen, folks. And this just happened, I think, a couple weeks ago. But this is the queen who ran away to South America. Had to go hide out in Peru because he didn't feel safe. Another hysterical drama queen. Oh, I don't feel safe. I mean, here. How's this headline? And it's from the New York Post. Dylan Mulvaney doesn't feel safe in U.S. over Bud Light backlash travels to South America. So he runs away to Peru, goes down there to torture those poor folks for a while. But like herpes, he's back. But, but, it's only so he can go to Los Angeles, head up to La La Land, to pick up some D-list internet award. The 2023 Streamy Awards. Which, Jesus Christmas, which honors the best in content creation on social media. Most of which is garbage. Banal garbage. To entertain morons. And they handed him, get this folks, they handed him the Breakout Creator Award. Yeah. He definitely broke out. Or at least, he definitely broke Bud Light. Broke that all to hell. And he was recognized in this category for his commitment to challenging transphobia while sharing his fake authentic experience. Dylan, if you're out there listening to this podcast, Let's just make this real simple for you. Since I'm sure you're not the brightest bulb in the shop anyway. Princess, your 15 minutes are about up. 
I don't know what you've banked in endorsements as of late. But honey, that party is coming to a close in about 10 years. And I'm being very generous in giving it that long. But before you know it, dear, on your best day, you're an assistant manager at a Starbucks at some gay-ass Starbucks in the Castro or Midtown Atlanta or pick your flavor, gay ghetto somewhere where the highlight of your day is going to be telling the young gabies you work with about your being a social media influencer. You tucking in your penis and playing pretend. And now you're just some middle-aged queen whose only real accomplishment in life, destroying a brand of beer. Which I guess, now that I think about it, it's probably more than most people ever achieve. So at least you have that, princess. And enjoy this nonsense while it lasts. From the New York Post. Party poopers. Hospitalizations for foreign objects in rectums on the rise. Girls. Girls, girls, girls. And by girls, folks, I mean you queens out there. And you know who you are. So nearly 4,000 people, and this is from this article, by the way, but nearly 4,000 people are hospitalized each year for sticking something up their asses and not being able to get it back out. And again, you know who you are. And some other quick stats for you. The average age of someone jamming something up their ass they can't get out. That is 43. So right there on the line between millennials, older millennials, and the very youngest of the Gen X folks. Oh, the shame. Almost 78% were male. I bet they were. And 40% required hospitalization. And can you imagine that? Having to be admitted into the hospital for getting something stuck up your ass. Which I'm sure someone at their insurance company, they had themselves a grand gay old time laughing about that one. And that, folks, is what is called irony. Good old-fashioned irony. These middle-aged men jamming something up their ass to have themselves a grand gay old time. And it's some poor beleaguered person in the claims department at their insurance company That's who gets the last laugh. So girls, if you're going to do something like this, if you're going to try to get creative, jamming something up your ass, my advice, not that this has ever happened to me, 
But my advice, make sure you can get the damn thing back out again before, well before, you go down that road. Then you can have the grand gay old time and not your insurance company or everyone at the hospital laughing their asses off at you behind your back. And you have fun doing whatever the hell it is you're going to do. Damn, this podcast is gay. This has got to be one of our gayest podcasts ever. From Queerty, those girls over at Queerty, Adam Rippon says Lance Armstrong's anti-trans remarks were even worse behind the scenes of Stars on Mars, whatever the hell that even is. So the Ice Queen has spoken. The Ice Queen has spoken. Although I have to say, Adam here, those vapid mean girls over at Queerty, they had some some recent pictures of Adam along with this story. The last time I saw Adam Rippin, he was this lispy, wispy, fragile little thing of a queen. The last time I saw Adam Rippin, he made Dylan Mulvaney, that drag queen, look masculine in comparison. That's what an effeminate queen Adam Rippin was. But these recent pictures of him, now I don't know, folks, if he opened his mouth, I don't know if like a gigantic truckload full of purses would fall out of his mouth. Now, I suspect it would. But just sitting there in these pictures, he uh, he kind of, sort of, almost looks like a man. Like a real man. But he's another one. Another moral coward bending the knee to our new gender identity overlords getting publicly hysterical because Lance Armstrong, he didn't bother to bend the knee himself. And this is what Lance Armstrong said. This is what passes for anti-trans. To Adam Rippin here, to the hysterical mean girls in the vapid gay media. But this is what Lance said. This is real simple. You want to transition? Let's do it. You have your own category. We're going to have a whole new division. We'll celebrate you just like we would celebrate anyone else. What's unfair about that? Oh, that's so horribly anti-trans. You would have thought, folks, from this headline, from the way here that Princess Adam is carrying on, You would have thought that Lance Armstrong's anti-trans remarks that he was calling for transgender athletes to be shot on sight or something. But that's what passes this sort of nonsense 
is what passes for anti-trans these days if you're not 100% following doctrine, doing exactly what our new gender identity overlords want you to do. Oh, he's anti-trans. It's like with that whole Leah Thomas thing. And I said this at the time. And I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt. Because I want to have compassion and sympathy for people who are going through gender dysphoria. I know what it was like going through a struggle like this. Coming to terms in my teenage years with being gay, me being a big old queen. I know what those sorts of struggles are like. So when someone comes out and says that they're transgender, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt. I really do. But like with Leah Thomas, he still had his man meat. He runs around calling himself a woman, gets placed on a women's swim team with a penis tucked between his legs. And if you say anything about it, oh, you're anti-trans. Okay, princess, if you say so. And I didn't know this about Adam Rippon. He was, allegedly, supposedly, possibly, maybe, the first out gay athlete, which means the first out raging power bottom to whore his way through the Olympic Village, allegedly. But he was also, apparently, when he wasn't on his back, allegedly, the first to also win a medal at the Winter Olympics. But he only won bronze. That lazy queen. Now I thought, and I guess I'm wrong on this one, but I thought, Gus Kenworthy, that lazy queen, that bar star queen, I thought he was the first big old queen, publicly a big old queen, to do that, to win a medal at the Winter Olympics. But I guess not. And I know I give Gus Kenworthy a lot of grief, a lot of grief from time to time. But he's our favorite gay Olympian here on the Mellow Frost podcast. So Adam, Princess Adam, moral coward, Princess Adam, Here's a participation trophy for you too for bending the knee to our new gender identity overlords and enjoy those media hand jobs from those mean girls in the vapid gay media, which I know you do. Speaking of being a victim, since we were just talking about minstrel queen Dylan Mulvaney, And let's be honest, folks, victimhood, that could be a a whole podcast in and of itself. But how's this? 
And it's another one from those hysterical mean girls. Those vapid mean girls over there at Pink News. How queer people are hiding their identity in public as anti-LGBTQ plus sentiment grows. Another one. Oh, how stunning and brave. But with this, I guess all the needy heterosexual kids with personality disorders, with their pretend genders, their super special pain-in-the-ass pronouns, they are hiding their identity in public. Thank you, sweet baby Jesus. Which I guess means no more pink and purple hair or green hair, for that matter. No more obnoxious public declarations. Oh, I'm a non-binary, genderqueer, two-spirit asexual. And my pronouns are Zizirza. You do have to appreciate, though, how they always manage to turn themselves into victims. No matter what it is, oh, I'm so oppressed. You know, I came out, and I said this before, but I came out in Spartanburg, South Carolina, way back, way, way back, all the way back in in 1993. 92 or 93. I can't even remember at this point. Either way, way back in the Stone Ages. And you know what happened to me, folks? Nothing. Not one damn thing. I was not an oppressed victim for coming out in the early 90s in the middle of South Carolina. These days, though, 30-something years later, no one has had it harder than them in coming out of the closet or playing these silly games about being queer. And for you youngsters out there, throwing yourself up on a cross like you're David Hogg, here's a bit of life advice for you. If you want to come out Here's some life advice for you. Learn to read the room. It's that simple, folks. Learn to read the room. I came out just fine because I knew my audience. I knew how to read the room. You try to jam something down people's throats, badger the living hell out of people, over your nonsensical genders and fake pronouns, that is not going to end well for you. No matter what, you learn to read the room. You just kind of ease people into it. Problem solved. And for our last story, folks, it's from the Daily Star. Female teacher who had sex with student 14, sent him texts about moaning all night. I bet she did. Melissa Rockenzie's 
who is married and has three children, big shock there, has been charged with raping the teen after she allegedly groomed him for months and would give him money. For F's sake, and we'll get to this in a second, kid's not a rape victim. He's an underage prostitute. Oops, I mean sex worker. If he's taking money from her. But before we get into this, man, do I call him or what? What have I said a couple times now? Basically, that it's in the best interest of the school district, the best interest of local popo, that whenever a teacher wins some sort of, wins some award, especially if it has to do with some sort of teaching award, teacher of the year award, teacher of the month award, whatever participation trophy a teacher gets, that's the one you have to look out for. That's the one. I know that fresh teacher bait. Seducing that fresh teacher bait. Making sweet, sweet love to that fresh teacher bait. And we've had a couple of them now. And here's another one. And this is from Fox News. Tennessee schools, teacher of the month, charged in student sex case. Of course she was. Casey McGrath, 28, faces aggravated statutory rape charges. See, I don't make this crap up. Another teacher of the whatever, banging her some fresh teacher bait. And this one, back to our original story, her name again is Melissa Rockenzies. She is 33 years old. And she got herself a 14-year-old. Gross. And she's looking at up to seven years in prison for banging this kid. And Melissa here, to kick all this off, she started, of all things, sending this kid messages on Instagram. And this was back in September of 2020. And those messages, folks, they went from, well, I guess regular old messages to sexting. And here's some of the things she said to him. And remember, he is a 14-year-old boy. He's like a, an older tween boy. And again, gross. I want to be able to kiss those lips of yours. Sounds like white boy Malcolm X texting his Ronald McDonald blog doll. And here's another one. Study up on your technique like a 14-year-old has any technique. And I'll be moaning for you all day and all night, daddy. Can you imagine being her husband? Another one? who can't satisfy his wife. She has to get pleasure 
from a 14-year-old boy. She wants to moan all day and all night for a 14-year-old boy. And she's referring to a 14-year-old boy as daddy. And so, long story short, she's handing this kid free orgasms here, there, and everywhere. Apparently, allegedly, supposedly, possibly, maybe, they met up about four times a week for quite a while and they'd have sex every time. Kid was getting like four free orgasms a week, every week. And she'd also buy him gifts, and she gave him about $500. So he's like a little tween boy hooker. Oops, I mean sex worker. But then, then folks, Like all of them, this one came crashing to an end. She claims that he threatened to shoot her family, shoot her family, if she didn't give him over $5,000. And then, like a complete blithering idiot, which is pretty damn obvious, If she's banging a 14-year-old boy, but like a complete moron, she reported him to the headmaster. He, of course, denied it, said that he had been, get this, folks, grounded. Mommy and daddy grounded him, and he wasn't even allowed up on Instagram to make those threats. Popo, poor beleaguered Popo, they get called over the threat. And what do you think he did? The little 14-year-old boy did. He went in to talk to Popo and tossed her ass right under the bus. Pulled the whole, oh, she raped me, routine. Stuck it to her good. Again. So she, kind of, sort of, did herself in. Screwed herself for tattletaling on the extortion. She should have just paid the $5,000. If she was dumb enough to get herself into this situation in the first place, tapping her some 14-year-old teacher bait, she should have just paid the extortion. That, to me, not that I've ever been in this situation, but that, to me, is the better of the two options. Tattletailing on him, with that hanging over her, dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb. So, ladies, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna cut to the chase here. Never, ever, 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 Get a boy to do a man's job. Remember, ladies, more Sebastian Stan, more Matt Loria, more Dan Reynolds and his sweaty abs. Less little Timmy with two chest hairs.
So on that note, since I cannot top another horny high school teacher banging a 14-year-old boy, gross, even if she compounded the dumb by trying to snitch him out and should have just paid the kid off to avoid jail. Since I cannot top that, it is time to plug pull this podcast. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on this weekend edition, on this Labor Day edition of the Miller Frost Podcast. I am your host, Miller Frost, joined as always by my fake black friend, white boy Malcolm X. Have a great rest of your weekend. A good start to your week. And we'll see you back here in a couple of days. In the meantime, take care. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.